0: How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge, and before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure that you've hit that follow button or that subscribe button depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you hear today, I would really appreciate it. Head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the podcast a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight in to today's episode. When it comes to selling a product or a service on Instagram as the creator, the likelihood of you trying to drive people to your Instagram website link that sits just below your bio is very high. The only other place that you're really going to be converting leads is in the DMs, but it's likely that if there is that product or service to sell, you probably have a website for it. And the easiest way to then go and get people to convert is to then obviously go and to get them to go and visit that website, and then purchase the product that way. This is especially going to be the case if you have a product, let's say a item of clothing or an ebook, it's likely that you're gonna be directing people to a website. If you've got a coaching business or a service, you name it, it's much more likely that you're gonna be trying to close people in the DM. So this episode is gonna be more focused towards the people that have products that they are trying to sell, by directing people to that website link and it's the difficulty of driving people to that website link that many will struggle with. They will complain that they aren't making any sales from Instagram because they simply aren't able to convert people by getting them to go to their website link and visit their website in the first place. So, that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how to drive more traffic to your Instagram website links so that you are able to potentially convert more customers. Now, I say potentially because that is the possibility. It's still going to depend on how well you set these buyers up to buy your product or service, how good your website actually is, the destination that you're sending them to, because you could do everything right, but if your website sucks, then the likelihood of you finishing off that conversion is going to be pretty slim. So if you want to get people to visit your website in the first place, this is the episode that you need to listen to. So without any further ado, tip number one and this is that you need to be optimizing your profile in the first place and i'm going to hit this from two different angles number one being your bio you need to have a call to action in your bio that tells people that your website link exists or what your website link is because your website link sits just below that bio So if you have a call to action in that final line of your bio, the likelihood of those page visitors that may not be wanting to visit that profile link, or they haven't come from a post where you tell them to do something, a call to action, for example, it increases the chances of them going, hey... There's a call to action here on the profile, that website link exists, and I know that it's going to lead me to a certain product or service or website link, you name it, because they've told me in that bio. That's why whenever I tell people to write a bio, that final line, that fourth line, if we're optimizing our bio correctly, because we get four lines in our bio. So line number four is going to be a call to action to that website link or explaining what is within that website link. For me, it is telling people that that website link can lead to my coaching, my podcast and resources. And then I have a down arrow that directly points to that website link, which is that prompt to click it. If you don't have a prompt in your bio telling people to click that website link, the likelihood of them seeing it and clicking it isn't very high. Put that prompt in there, have that call to action in your bio, the likelihood shoots up. Now, once you've optimized your bio in that way, telling people to click it, You want your website link to be suitable. You don't want it to be this extra long, confusing, spammy looking website link that doesn't look trustworthy because if it doesn't look trustworthy, then obviously people aren't going to click it. So if you have a clean website link, you could even have a Linktree link that is going to have all of your links within it. If you want to shorten it to make it look a little bit cleaner, use the website link shortener bit.ly or the best thing if you've got your own website, just have that website URL or make a sub URL that is clean and makes people want to actually click it. Because if it is one of these copy and pasted website links that goes beyond the actual limit of words that the website link allows or shows, it doesn't look as clean. It's going to make that profile of yours look messy and then consequently decrease the amount of trust people have in clicking that link in the first place. So, What you want is you want that short, straight to the point, clean looking website link so that you can increase that trust, which will consequently increase the likelihood of people actually clicking it. So. Tip number one, optimize your profile. You want that fourth line in your bio being a call to action or explanation as to what that link contains, and you want the link itself to be short, straight to the point, and trustworthy looking. Moving on to tip number two, and this one is a real because people come up to me a lot of the time and go, hey, no one's visiting my website. Nobody's asking me about my product or service. I have this ebook, but nobody's purchasing it. So I ask them, does anybody know it exists? Do you ever talk about it? And nine times out of 10, this is where they tell me, no, I don't talk about it because I don't wanna sound spammy. I don't want to push a product or service on my audience. And I go to them, well, if they have no idea it exists, then the chances of them looking for it are non-existent. Rule number one, if you want people to buy a product or service, they need to know it exists in the first place. As the creator, you provide these people with so much value through the content you create. You have every right to push your product or service on them every now and again. To a certain extent, of course, you don't want to be every post you create be a product post because then people won't follow you for your value because they'll look at that and go hey this person is only pushing a product or service on me I don't want that so if you are asking for that sale within moderation then yeah sure people are far more likely to buy because they're aware That this product or service exists and when they're aware a product or service exists they're going to actively look for it to buy it if they trust you as a creator and actually want to buy that product but if they don't know that product exists they're not going to look for it so tip number two is very very simple actually talk about your product or service you will shock yourself if you don't talk about it much at the moment Just how much more traffic you can drive if you just talk about it. If every now and again on your stories, you bring up your ebook subconsciously, you show your product as you are using it, you have a user-generated piece of content, when you have all of these different things, when you implant that seed in your audience's minds that you have that product or service to sell, they're going to look for it. They're going to think, hey, where can I find this? Oh, pretty obvious. I can just head over to their profile and see if they've got a website link that takes me directly to it. It's subconscious, but it works so, so well just because you talk about it. Trust me. If you don't talk about your product or service, you can. Don't think it's spammy. As long as it's within moderation, as long as you're providing these people with enough value whereby they trust you as a creator, then Of course, you can ask for the sale every now and again. Of course, you can promote your product or service, and when you do, obviously, more people are going to know about it, and obviously, more people are going to want to buy it, so obviously, more people are going to actively seek out your website, which is obviously that website link that sits below your bio, and therefore, you're going to drive more traffic. Very, very simple. Now, moving on to my final tip, and this one is actually in relation to your call to actions. Call to actions are incredibly important whatever piece of content you may be creating. You should have a call to action. You want to retain attention on your content for as long as possible. If you have provided enough value throughout your piece of content, the last thing you want people to do is simply scroll on to the next piece of content in their feed. You provided them with the value, you've got their attention, now you want to retain it. So, a call to action. Telling them to do something after they've consumed that piece of content is important. And if you want to use this as an opportunity to drive somebody to the website link in your bio, then of course you need to tell them to do so. But that call to action needs to be clear. It needs to be direct. Simply tell them that they need to just go and visit that website link and where they find it head over to my profile and click the website link in my bio. That simple. Obviously, you need to tell them why they need to do it or what is going to be there. For me, for example, with my podcast, I have a picture of my podcast and it is simple as to listen to the podcast, head to the link in my bio. Really simple, clear, straight to the point, isn't confusing. Where people fail is where they have complicated call to actions. They make people jump through multiple different hoops or they have multiple call to actions. That's a big mistake. And therefore people get confused and they don't act upon it at all. Let's say you have four or five call to actions, but ultimately in your mind, you only really want people to go visit your website link. You are diluting that opportunity. You are having five call to actions So you're giving people five different opportunities to go and do something, whereas you only really want them to do one. If you only want them to do one, only have one. If you do five, the chances of them doing any are slim because they're going to look at it and go, this person wants a lot from me. They haven't provided me with that much in comparison, so I'm just going to scroll on to the next post. Have just one call to action and make it clear tell them exactly what they need to do in very simple steps so that they can look at it and go, hey, this is cool, I want to go look at this, I know how to do it because they've told me how to do it very simply, so I'm going to go and do it right now. And because you've provided them with the value throughout your post, like I said, the chances of them acting upon that call to action are pretty high. So, a great piece of content coupled with a great call to action increases the likelihood of those people going and clicking that website link on your profile should that have been the call to action that you asked them to do. And that's it. Those are three very simple tips that you should be following if you want to drive more traffic to your Instagram website link. Oh, and before I forget, I did just want to mention that I've made my complete guide to success on Instagram ebook completely free. Now, I'm probably making a huge mistake here by doing this because this isn't like any other free resource that people give out. It's 83 pages long. It covers 12 topics. It took me over a month to write and I'm charging absolutely nothing for it. And I'm going to say, I do genuinely believe that this will be one of the best free resources, if not the best free resource, you will ever have the chance to get your hands on. Nobody else will give you this much information for free. But for some reason, I don't know why I'm deciding to do it. So what are you waiting for? Head to the show notes below and you'll find the link to where you can find it. Click download and enjoy do it it's free literally nothing is free nowadays so enjoy have a read and i hope it provides you with some value Now that does wrap up today's podcast episode, but as a thank you for tuning in, I wanted to just invite you to the Social Media Marketing School Facebook community. It's pretty exclusive. I don't let everybody in, but it is a phenomenal group of individuals who essentially have a shared vision and want to build something incredible using social media, whether that be a personal brand or leverage social media to grow their business. So to join, just head over to the description of this podcast episode. You will find a link to the Facebook group, fill out the group submission questions, and I hope to see you inside. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you've hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you are never going to miss an episode when I post one.